0: Know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Ah, what's going on, y'all? This is the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Miss Terry Nikki. For those of you who are new, what's going on? I'm doing an entrepreneurial mindset series. So I need you to go listen to the first one. And this is the second installment of the entrepreneurial mindset series because we gotta get in the right mindset in order for us to achieve and live out these here dreams. Okay, okay. Let's start off with this. All right. Does everybody feel the same way? I think they do. But just in case you don't, or just in case you don't know what way I'm talking about, feel me. Is your ultimate goal to be financially free? To go to the store, not worry about your bank account. And pick up whatever it is you want to pick up. Go to the lease and office and pay your rent without any hesitancy. Pay your mortgage without breaking a sweat. Go to a car lot, pick that thing out, drive home and smile. But... You want to do this by your creation, by living day-to-day creating. If so, you are a creator like me. And you probably desire to wake up every single morning and do or, or, or live out your creations, sell them as a form of payment. And guess what, guys? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And even if you just want financial freedom and you want to figure out ways that you can just do that to be financially free, despite of what you do every day, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that either. But either way, if you are looking for some sort of financial freedom using the gifts and talents that you have and not utilizing a company or a corporation to do it but by your own hands, by your own might, you're using your creation as a business. You business entrepreneur. In order for you to be successful in entrepreneurship, you need to be aware of some of the mindset shifts you have to have. Now with me researching the entrepreneurial mindset and me talking about it briefly last week, The first thing that I wanted to bring up was self efficacy. There is not one article on the entrepreneurial mindset that does not bring up self efficacy. And so, what is self efficacy? What does this mean? I'm going to read you the definition, definition, and then I'll give you my definition. So just getting started, self-efficacy refers to an individual's belief in his or her capability to execute behaviors necessary to produce specific performance attainments. Furthermore, self-efficacy reflects confidence in the ability to exert control over one's own motivation, behavior, and behavior. And social environment. <laughs> okay, so what does that mean, Terry? Break the thing down. What you? What does? What does that mean? Okay, for me, that means I think I can. I think I can. Okay, but I'm gonna throw an asterisk over there because you know it's just a little bit more than I think I can. I think I can can be kind of converted into self esteem, but we're not talking about self esteem, we're talking about self efficacy. See, self efficacy is more so about doing than being. If you think you can do something, that's self efficacy. I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, but I'm only human. Y'all remember that song? Y'all remember that song? Oh, I hated this song, but anyway. So self-efficacy refers more to about doing something than being something. So when you go around and you're like, I am confident, I am wealthy, I am wise, I have this, I have that, I am this, that's that's self-esteem. But when you can do something, I know that I can do that. I know that I am, I can be that. Uh sh- give me this task. I can perform this task, no problem whatsoever. That's self-efficacy. And so i like to go back to when we were younger. I mentioned this one of my earlier podcast episodes, like I think it was episode two or three. And I talked about how we lose our imagination and our creativity as we get older. When we're younger, we're encouraged to be imaginative, to be creative. But somewhere around the fourth grade, our creativity takes a back seat. And it stops being imagination and it, it more starts to turn into realization or real life or get out of your head and, and really pay attention to what's going on. You start to dwindle. Actually, absolutely not. You drop off. There is a substantial drop off with imagination and realizations around the fourth grade. So. People jump off the cliff of imagination and fall into the pit of realization. And then you start over from scratch, learning how to live life, the way of society, go to school, get a job, pay your bills. Okay. Okay. Now, the interesting part about that thought is when you are taught, when you're younger, that you can do anything you put your mind to. Anything you have high self-efficacy, meaning regardless of whatever comes in front of you, you don't see it as an obstacle. You don't stop, halt and wait. You're just like, oh, mm, that's fine. I can do it. Little kids, when they start going into Little League or T-ball, you know, they don't look at it as this is something I know I can do this. I can hit the ball. And they may whiff three or four times, but it doesn't matter because they can do it. That doesn't matter. But as time progresses, we stop focusing on the fact that we can do something and start focusing on what we can't. And then that takes a toll on our self-efficacy. Okay, think of it like this. Think of it like your, your job, your boss gives you a task. Hey, Joe, I need you to send an email to Mary telling her that I saw her shoelaces were untied today. She may want to go and retie them before she falls. Sincerely, The Boss. You know how to send an email, Joe. Check. You know who to send an email to. Check. You know exactly what you need to say in the email. Check. And you know who you need to sign the email office for. Is blah, blah, blah. Check. You know how to do all of these things. Your self-efficacy is high. There is nothing halting you from doing what it is you need to do. So you go and do it. No problem. No, no question. No worry. No wonder. You're good. You're good. Right? Yeah. Your same boss comes to you later that day. Joe, your email was perfect. I need you to do this for me. I need you to write a dissertation on the velocity of a bee and have it on my desk tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. I know how to write. Check. Velocity. Okay, let's Google that. Question mark. Of a bee? What type of bee? Okay, question mark. Um, how long does this dissertation need to be? Question mark. Um, do I have enough time to finish this info? Question mark. You see that's when I can do it, I can do it, starts to go down. That self-efficacy starts to dwindle because there are certain things in that task you don't know how to do it. And when you don't have confidence in how to do something, then you are likely going to take a longer time in doing it, hesitate in doing it or pause and not do it. entrepreneurs have to have high self-efficacy despite what comes to them, despite what is may or may hinder them. You have to know that you can do this. If the ultimate goal is for you to use your creations for monetary gain or to sustain you financially and you can do that, then everything that stands in the way of that, you have to know that you can do as well, or you can get done so that you can obtain the main objective. I can do it. I read, I ran across this article. It's on positivepsychology.com. And so they give five examples of high self-efficacy and they're like, well, what does high self-efficacy look like? And so they gave these examples. Number one, a student who is not particularly gifted in a certain subject, but believes in her own ability to learn it well. Okay. Number two, a man who has had bad luck with relationships so far, but retains a positive outlook on his ability to connect with his future date or upcoming date. Number three, an expectant mother who is nervous about caring for a new baby but believes that she has what it takes to succeed no matter how difficult or scary it is. Number four, a new graduate who takes a high profile, high status job that she has never done before, but feels she can succeed in. And number five, an entrepreneur who pours his or her heart and soul into establishing his or her business, but quickly moves on to the next great idea. When his business is hit with an unsurmountable and unexpected challenge, you see, I can do it. Regardless of what hits me, regardless of what may come, regardless of what that hurdle or that obstacle or that thing is that I may not know, guess what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to be about it. And I am going to accomplish what my goal is. That is one of the mindset shifts that need to happen, that you need to have If, in fact, you want to be a successful entrepreneur, got to do it, got to have it. So if you're sitting here and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I mean, I think I can. I I think I can. And you don't know that you can, but you think that you can. That's okay. That's okay. Then you can find ways to improve your self-efficacy. And so they broke down four different ways that you can improve your self-efficacy. And that is through mastery of experiences, which is number one, doing it, just doing it. You don't know if you're going to fail or not, just do it. You know, by the time you get a few things underneath your belt, then, okay, I've seen this a couple of times before. I know what this looks like. Your self-efficacy, which may have taken a dip by doing something wrong, will slowly begin to rise because now, ha, you have that experience that you've done this before. You're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience, right? Number two, vicarious experiences, vicarious, ha, having someone else who has done it, been there, done that. And you living through their mistakes. You know what? I don't want to do what they did. So I'm going to use what they didn't do or what they did wrong as a way of me not doing it. Cool. I can do it. Just don't do it like them. Vicarious experiences, verbal persuasion. Baby, you can do it you can do this. This ain't nothing. This, you, you got all of this. You are good. You can face any challenge that comes in front of you. You know, there is no other feeling like having somebody pour into you. That's what me and my community like to call it. Pour into you, pour that positivity into you, pour that reinforcement into you. There's no feeling like that. So when you have that verbal persuasion then even though you may be a little skeptical about what it is that you're doing, having people who believe in you and pouring that belief into you will slowly allow your self-efficacy to rise or I can do this. You're right. I can. I can. We do it all the time. We do it all the time. And the last thing whoo, is emotional and psychological states. Basically, where's your head? where your head at, knowing where your head is, knowing where your emotions are, knowing how you're feeling, knowing what those emotions come from, understanding that self-awareness, understanding your mindset ain't in the best space right now. So don't make decisions based off of your effed up mindset right now type situation, understanding your emotional and psychological mindset to where they are in this moment, you know? So these are ways that you can improve your self-efficacy And understanding that you can do this, you will do this, you're going to do it, despite the fact of whatever comes in front of you, despite the fact of whatever things may, you know, hinder you or slow you down. Next week, I'm going to talk about something I'm going to try my absolute best not to get emotional when I talk about it. But this is not having the fear of making mistakes, allowing yourself the freedom to make mistakes. Mistakes. When I tell you that is one of the hardest things, don't cry. Am I getting emotional right now? Lord, one of the things that's very difficult for me personally is allowing myself the freedom to make mistakes and not dogging myself out for doing it wrong. So that's something that I want to talk about next week, but make sure you understand that you can do this. You have a great creation. You have amazing talents. Be sure to use those. You can use those to get where you want to be, but you have to know that you can do it. Despite everything, despite anything, period, you're going to do it. Okay? All right. See y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Terry Nikki. If you like this episode, don't be stingy. feel free go ahead and share send this to anyone you feel is in their own way and just need a little bit of a nudge also follow me on social media at toa underscore dreamer on ig twitter and tiktok for more content follow me on facebook at T-O-A-Dreamer no underscore because they wouldn't let me And do me a favor. Y'all know how finicky this algorithm is. Rate me on the podcast with your favorite platform. It'll help this message see more people. Lastly, be sure to have those notifications on because y'all never know when I may feel extra and drop a bonus episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time.